Ooh, is that out? Uh, New Game Plus, I think, dropped with launch. You just had to beat the. You had to beat the game. I mean, he beat the okay. game. Well, did you beat the like final ending of the game, or just? We have a podcast to do. Spoiler culture. We have a podcast to do. Is that why we're here? Yeah. Who's ready? I'm hitting this button. Blam! One seventy. It's just like that. Is that a? Is it prime? No, because he's seventeen and ten, right? Yeah. And the ten, yeah, it can't be prime. Two and five, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, we tried. Are there any really good prime numbers up in the hundreds, Michael? You know this type of thing off your head. This is Michael. Hey, everybody. You didn't answer my question. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. One, While he's thinking, JJ. 173 might be prime. Hello. It, there probably are some prime numbers up there, but yeah. Eventually, it starts getting very, very far between prime numbers. The in- yes. easiest thing to do is just divide by two, right? Always. Or does that not always work? Or two and five? Those are the... Two two and three are usually your best bets. Mm. I don't remember how prime numbers work exactly. Prime number means it can't be divided by anything except except itself itself and and one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, there you have it. There's your lesson for today. 173 is prime. We're getting close. I like prime numbers. That'll probably be the last prime one for quite a while. <laughs> uh, you would think so, but no. Really? One seventy, one seventy-nine, and then one eighty-one. Is something ending in a nine is a prime number? Yeah, yeah. it can be. Huh. Speaking of it nine, does... I have to get your opinion about something. I love numbers. JJ, did you get your Tetris ninety-nine skin? Oh, dag nabbit! You got till midnight, I think. Ooh, that's going to be hard to get enough points, though, right? Uh, You get five per game if you make it over 80, and if you make it past 40, you get 10? How many do I need, though? 100 total. That That's not happening. It's like 20 Ooh, games. 20 games. That's absolutely that's not rough. happening. You just have to make it past 80. So if you make it past 80, you can quit out of the game. It was a good, it was a good run. Come on, man. You can do it's it. It's not happening. All right. It's not right. happening. Okay. Well, you might have a second chance. It's unclear. But can oh. you tell me if you think that this is useful? Tetris 99 is getting a physical cart release. Okay. Along you know who- with internet, like a year of internet. So the people that want that are people that don't have the... Nintendo Online thingy and then want to play that game. But it gives you a year of the internet, so you have to pay uh-huh. the 10 you get that for $10 instead of 20 Oh no, you get it for 20 because the game's 30 So you pay 10 for the Tetris 99 stuff you could get for 10 by buying it through the store, and then you pay the full 20 for the online. I mean, you can get Tetris 99 for $0. That's right, what right, I have. Right, 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 right. But if you want that $10, uh, play it against yourself or offline mode you gotta pay sure yeah 
I don't see the need for this physical release at all. And that's tough coming from me who stared at it and was like, I like carts. I like Tetris 99. You like carts so much you don't know when games that are on CDs are actually on carts. Buddy? <laughs> Sorry, I had to drag you for that tweet. How are you dragging me for that tweet? Uh, I understand the love of carts, but CD games are never carts. Uh, no, I, no, I agree no, with no. you, though, hold about on, hold this. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you misunderstand me, or did I write it wrong? You wrote the word, this game should be on a cart. Yes. And it's not ever on a cart when it's on a CD. Bro, they're releasing an HD version of it that's only digital. Yes, and therefore it will never be on a cart, because if it wasn't on a cart, it would be on a CD. Why can't they put it on an actual new cart? Why can't they sell it as a physical release for the Switch when they release the HD version of the game? I don't understand what I did wrong here. I'm confused why they would do that. But what? how could it never be that way? There's no physical... Alright, I give up. What do you mean? No, I'm... Final I, Fantasy I think, X came on, think on a DVD you, and they released and it on are, a cart to put it on the Switch? Are you talking about like boxes here? I'm very confused what we're talking about now. Okay. I how are we I'm I am genuinely curious how we're miscommunicating here. <laughs> Me too, Michael. because I don't I, Michael. Okay, okay. Step I, in I here an, and I fix this because you know I what I'm saying. Each of you needs to give me your definition of cart. Andy, when you say on a cart, what do you act what physically are you trying to describe? Uh, any sort of solid state memory thing you stick into a system, aka a memory stick or whatever you want to call it that goes in your switch is a cartridge cart. Okay. You put them in an SNES, you put them in an NES, you put them in a N64, you don't put them in a GameCube, you put them in a switch. They're cartridge. They're releasing a new game, Final Fantasy HD. They released Final Fantasy 12 and 10 in a physical cart release, and they're not doing it for eight. I don't understand how they would never do that. I don't think they've made a cartridge since the Genesis. You are defining the thing that goes in your Switch as not a cartridge. They're game cards. Oh my god. And there's the Th That's what was going on. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the L on this. I misunderstood. I feel like cart is a salvageable word for the current state we're in for those things, but I could. I, I feel I like when anyone ever for talks the semantics, about, when anyone ever talks about carts, they're talking about retro games. That's the that's the connection in my brain there. I guess I need to break it because I think you're probably right. Also, FF8 came on four discs, not two. Yeah, dude, it came on a lot. I have them on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that box. It's very wide. Next uh, episode, anyway, we were linguistics. Yeah, I know. we were linguistics. I like it. Uh, I, I think you are right about the Tetris thing, though. I think the only person who wants that on a cart is or a, a cart. I said it right. I said card. You said yeah. cart. Yes, not card. OK, yeah, you could say either. So, so the only person who wants that in a box <laughs> is <laughs> the person that never knew that game came out. And the the person shopping at Walmart is like, what I need to buy my kids for Christmas. They like the Tetris. Let me get them that. Okay. That's the only person who will buy that. Absolutely. Because everyone else will get it on the 
online subscription, which they're getting from some other way. Thousand. So now I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing an, uh, someone's grandmother who refers to every game as the Tetris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although I don't even know if those Tetris people all day in his room. <laughs> I don't know that those people even exist anymore because the people who are parents now also grew up with video games these well, days. That's why so. I said someone's grandmother because it has to yeah. be an old enough generation. It's got to be a boomer. <laughs> oh. Are we taking on the boomers today? I'm not prepared. <laughs> Every day we're taking on the boomers. <laughs> oh, gosh. We were a podcast. Now shut down <laughs> by the Coke Network. <laughs> oh, no. By half the Coke Network? Anyway. Oh, no. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ha-ha. It turns out they can't shut us down. We don't make any money. <laughs> True that. True. If you want to sponsor this podcast. If they want Charles, to pay us and Charles shut us down, let's consider it. <laughs> Uh, last week we talked about the Epic Game Store. We don't need to get bit into it too much since we're talking about people that are get raged at. You know, it's a natural segue. Uh, Kotaku's article: Epic Store Rage Has Gotten Out of Hand uh, is about the developers of Ooblets. I think Vice had a similar article and how much rage and they've gotten over putting their game on Epic as an exclusive for a certain amount of time. I think the only stuff that there was to be mad about ever in that Epic thing was when Kickstarter games moved over there and you were like, wait, what about my Steam key? I think any consumer has a right to complain about their platform of choice not being offered. However, no one ever has the right to send anyone a death threat or tell them that they're a horrible human or whatever. There we go. Because they made a business decision. There we go. And so uh, so go find those articles, you know, they're kind of what agreed with what we ended up with last time, but I found them to be good uh, ballast-style reads to understanding. Yeah, I understand why people are mad, but also, what's the other side of this? So, there you have it. You know, as the consumer, my power is to not buy their game, and I'm here doing that. That's all I will ever bother to do, because writing emails or sending people Twitter messages is a lot of work, and I don't feel like doing it. (laughs) Whatever the opinion, good or bad. True. I am lazy. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> we should send Blizzard an email and tell them if they put out a WoW Classic subscription separate from the main game, we'd all play it. Why Why would we do that? I don't know. They wouldn't listen anyway, but that WoW Classic game launched, launched today. Hey, uh, I saw some pictures of the true classic experience being had. Uh, uh, can you... Can you guess what it was? Five-hour queues. People staring at a login screen saying, you are position <laughs> X thousand in queue. That's mm-hmm. That sounds like my remembrance of launch day. It does. And even way past launch day, once they had enough servers, before they started collapsing servers back on each other because they were losing subscribers, or they oh. did the like cross-realm login stuff or whatever. Uh, For the first like maybe year, year yeah. you, if you were on certain servers... During certain times of day, you could be virtually guaranteed that you would see a a queue. Yeah. I would have thought they expected... An, I mean, there's no chance that it's a fake queue, right? No. Okay, so why didn't they expect this? 
uh, in fact, they warned people this was going to happen. They put out a thing on social media and their forums and Reddit and stuff saying, hey, if you're on this list of servers, this servers are expected to be extremely full at launch. You can move your characters for free before the game launches. Consider doing that. (laughs) Huh. And they told people ahead of time. And, you know, so they can say, I told you so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they tried to warn you. Yeah. Well, so I, I'm sure it'll all get fixed eventually, but you know, I mean, it's authentic, I guess. Since none of us are actually going to play WoW Classic unless uh, I get my dying wish of it being a separate subscription. I mean, I just it's not going to the same subscription though. I know, right? Yes, it's it the is same price. It, what? So if they separated, it would just be the same price you again. Think so? But How could they charge? Yeah, that why much would they charge less? Uh, good point. Good point. Um, People yeah. aren't playing regular WoW and then are playing WoW Classic, so it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Well, think about this though. They've essentially split, so fifteen ninety nine or whatever it is, right? So sixteen dollars a month. They've now split eight dollars a month between two games instead of keeping it at one game. That assumes that the infrastructure and the people and stuff are not shared between those teams, which I bet they are. Okay. I could see that working that way. Uh, Based on the discussion we saw in the last BlizzCon, it seemed like the teams were slightly integrated, but not. I I bet the content stuff is pretty different, but I bet the hardware behind it, which is the most expensive thing, is probably relatively shared these days. Okay. The The cloud being what it is and all. Gaming in the cloud. Well, none of us are playing it. So, what are we playing, Michael? Uh, so I finally dove into a new game plus on Bloodstained. Ooh, which Ready? is um, you have to beat it. <laughs> what What is this? What is yes? This? Yeah. So, um, there are. I don't know if you. I think you you have to get to um the very end by which i mean the game has multiple points at which you can finish it spoilers do we need to do spoilers so you and jj can discuss no i'm pretty sure i know what he's talking about i know but we do need to do spoilers for everybody else oh yeah okay yeah sure we'll we'll do a five minute discussion here okay Miles the endings spoilers. don't matter. The endings don't matter. Oh, that one, I'm curious about that, too. I want to know why Oh, it's just like, I don't know. It's, the end of the game is the end of the game. You fight the boss, whatever. It's not a big, like... Oh, okay. There's no, like, huge reveal or whatever. There's, here. like, one twist, but we're not going to talk about it here. Yeah, so. we won't talk... It. It's it's so. irrelevant to the to the multiple endings. So... Got it. Um, the, there are two different, um, I guess, gates um, before which you can choose to take on the boss. Right. And um, depending on whether you've gone through any or all of the gates determines what ending you see. Right. It's like if you beat the boss, you know, in a certain way, or if you do something else and then beat the boss, or then if you do, you know, the two something else's and then beat the boss. Yeah. Yeah, you win a you win a particular fight and get a special sword and then take on the boss. There's a different ending and yeah. So the so you have to get the the longest ending. Yes. Okay. I figured that was the case. Yeah. 
So you play all the way through to the true ending of the game. Um, and once you complete it, you finish out the credits, uh, you know, it, it restarts you back into the menu and you have the option when you jump back into the saved files of starting a new game. And if you start a new game from a completed file, you have the option to do it as a new game plus. But only if you've done the extra gates or whatever. I think so, because I feel like I beat the first ending and only got boss rush unlocked. Okay. I didn't see the new game plus until I I beat the true ending. So what do they carry over or what is different? Um, you don't carry over key items. So a lot of your, um, your blue ability shards don't carry over. So I can't, I don't have double jump. I don't have high jump. Um, I do, I did retain the fast dash shard, which is yes. really nice. The yeah. Most OP one. <laughs> um, so you retain that. Uh, you don't retain key items either. So the keys that you need to unlock the, the special battle doors, um, anything else that's considered a key item you don't keep. Um, I didn't check to see if I kept the skill books, not the, not the weapon skill books, but the ones that you can check out from the library. Oh yeah. Odds books. Yeah. Those are, those are some pretty powerful buffs from those books, especially because there's a, if one of the battles you win late in the game lets you check out, I think it's beating him lets you yes. check out all of the books at once. You could literally just have every single book active and it just makes your stats insane. Yeah, how it's per, it's how does that now break the game for new game plus though? Uh, it kind of does. So oh. you carry over all of your shards at the levels that they were at. You carry over all of your weapons except I guess the ones that are, I don't remember if there are any weapons that are you stored. Probably- don't carry over the special one. Uh, yeah, the special armor and the special sword you probably don't get to keep. Um, but I'm, do you everything keep your level? Else. Yes, you keep your level, and your level keeps progressing, too. So I wasn't at oh. max level, so I just start over. So not only cap, that... The cap is not 50? Oh, I'm at, um, I'm at like, level 83. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I want to say it's 99, but I don't know if it keeps going from there. Get you some um, levels, JJ. I didn't. Yeah, man. But even more than that, JJ, all of the uh, health and MP upgrades also reset, but your numbers stay the same. Oh, man. So you can you basically can double up on all of the upgrades, am- upgrade amounts for MP and HP. Okay, Not so that the- MP matters if you get the, the... There's an item that gives you infinite magic <laughs> casting. Are the enemies stronger, though? Yeah, I was going to say, is it just so like a New Game you, Plus is just a slaughterhouse? When you pick New Game Plus, you can reset the difficulty. But, so like, is the level one enemies just getting murdered by your sword from the end game? Basically. Oh, okay. Um, but you you can turn the difficulty up. There's normal, uh, like, normal and nightmare, I think, is the highest one. Or, sorry, normal, hard, and nightmare. I assume you just carry all your OP items and levels and stuff into nightmare, and then you still don't have to work that hard. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, But the only thing that I have discovered that is new, uh, the bosses now drop medals if you can defeat them without taking damage. 
Oh, that's cool. So, what, the, like a metal. What does a medal do? Is it a thing outside the game? Because um, this is on PC. So, is that an achievement? What is what is a medal? No, it's not tied to an achievement. Uh, at least not yet. They might put in achievements as part of the DLC for for the medals. As far as I know, they're just bragging rights to be able to say, "I did it." There might be something to them later. Uh, I haven't actually looked it up to see oh, if they if they're anything other than just candy in your inventory og gaming rewards yeah basically satisfaction um, of being good yep so i've i played long enough to beat the first two bosses so the sea monster and zengetsu uh, and i got medals from both of them cool oh you lose that was the other one you lose you lose invert yeah sure would have made the, the early game even more broken yeah <laughs> i could skip a lot of stuff um, but the fact that your shards all retain the same level is is already pretty bo- broken. Just the forget which is the name of the spell that I use. It just spams the screen with fire and you just like walk into a room, cast that, everything dies. Uh, Keep walking. Regastorima. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so good. Regastorima and Teps Alcius are the only two spells you need. What a good game. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to go in and murder everything on the screen. That's a good game for that. It is a very good game for that. Also, like it that. turns out... This reminds me of... Was it Shank? Where you just kind of ran around and killed everything? Which was, in it of itself, like a derivative of Metal Slug, kind of, where just everything on the screen dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Metal Slug is just like, how many bullets can I put on the screen at one yeah, time? Yeah, Shank's a different game, but similar. Yeah, JJ, it turns out that the the dash ability that lets you do like small amounts of damage to enemies once you acquire it mm-hmm. in the early game, it's enough to just kill the enemies outright. So you literally just run through all of the rooms. Yes, <laughs> I was already doing that, but I just took the damage because who cared? Now right. they actually just die. That's hilarious. <laughs> that reminds me of like Diablo when you uh, get. You know, five yeah, or six get- tiers of high armor, and you have the wizard spell that just crackles lightning to everything around you, but you run through on low difficulty. Just, like, turn on Immolation Aura and walk by and everything dies. Yeah. That's basically what happens. I love it. <laughs> I like when games can make you feel powerful because you don't do anything. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I did this work already. I'm not doing it again. They're right. They're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, why should you fight that that zombie? You can just run past him. Like, All right. <laughs> I, thank you. I will. <laughs> uh, well, no so new I, game plus for you, buddy. What have you been up to, JJ? You guys, there's a, there's a game that's been hitting the scene. It's a whole new genre of game, according to some people. Uh, yeah. New, okay. A new sheriff in town called auto chess oh man which auto chess are we talking about here because there's riot's version of auto chess the original auto chess people the valve auto chess the i think there's more so the the original auto chess people started this as a mod to dota 2 and then valve was like let's do this and they're like no we're gonna go do our own thing and so they made it a phone game and that phone game is i don't know what it's called uh, but I have been playing Dota Underlords, which, which is, is the Valve, Valve, okay, separate and product. Yeah. That's the phone and because you can play 
It is on phone and PC. Yeah, they right. link and they use the same game. You can play against each other. Okay. Is there like uh, stuff that it's worth linking? So like, uh, I played on my PC and uh, they unlocked stuff on my phone. Or... It has the battle pass kind of thing, okay. uh, like some of these games do. But since the game is in beta currently, the battle pass is free to everyone. You just log in and you have it. Uh, and you can get stuff like your little cosmetics, so fireworks go off when you win and that kind of silly stuff. I'm sure it's advantageous if we describe what auto chess is here, maybe? I'm Yeah, I'm going to try. Okay. Uh, uh, so it's, 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 it's not complicated. TD, right? It's not a TD. No. It no, looks it like not. a TD. You do play it in a similar way where you buy units. So essentially, you have a, a there's a grid in front of you. You have half the grid is your side. The other half is the enemy's. And you can position your units anywhere on this, you know, rectangular grid. It looks like a chessboard. Vaguely, yes. <laughs> uh, and you buy these units with gold. Every turn you earn some set amount of gold. Uh, and then, you know, if you have extra gold saved up, you can earn interest. Or if you win multiple times in a row, you get a winning streak. Or if you lose multiple times in a row, you get a losing streak. Uh, and each unit, depending on how good it is, on what tier of the unit, it costs more. Uh, so you can get like a tier one, two, three, all the way up to tier five. Uh, all of them are Dota heroes, and they have abilities vaguely like the hero does, or in most cases, an ability directly that that hero would have in Dota. Um, but all of them only have one, in some cases two, but generally just one ability. Uh, and essentially what you do is you buy these units, you put them into groups, you can lay them out, position them however you want on your side of the board, and then a round starts. At the start of the round, either enemy monsters or another person's team will be put on the other side of the board, and then it's hands-off, no one can control it, the units do whatever they do. And they all the AI is extremely predictable and reacts in the same way all the time for all the various units. So the assassin unit is going to try to jump to the back and attack the people from behind. The warrior unit is going to walk forward and attack someone. The ranged unit is going to start attacking whoever is close. The spellcaster is going to try and hit their spell on the most people possible. This sort of thing. And then you try to have your little army beat their little army. And that's whoever wins the round. Yay for them. And the loser loses life based on how many units were left. And once you lose your 100 life, game is over, you're out. Do you get the same units back at the start of the next round and then you kind of like build up an army more or whatever yeah, died you have to replace? Well, your units regenerate at the start of every round. So anything that dies comes back. Uh, there's fun little flourishes that you can get like cosmetics that like, oh, your guy drops in a barrel out of the sky or they sprout up like trees or silly little cosmetic stuff. Uh, but yeah, your units are whatever they are. They stay. And then you have like a uh, a row of below the board like units in reserve or whatever guys that you're collecting but you aren't ready for because there's upgrading oh my you, god is this if you, where, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that this is where the the free to play aspect comes in nope nope so far this game has uh, well at least in the state that it's in now there is nothing you can purchase obviously oh, wow. it'll be the battle okay. pass in the future right Obviously, it will be the battle pass in the future. Which will That's be correct. just cosmetics like every other battle pass? Uh, it should be, if they know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the way the upgrading works is each unit has a star rating. So it's like a one-star unit, a two-star unit, or a three-star unit. Obviously, 
And essentially, the unit's abilities get stronger. It gets more health, more damage, more attack, and a stronger version of its spell or ability when you upgrade it. But in order to upgrade, you need three of the same one. So you oh have to have three Ogre Magis before you can upgrade to a two-star Ogre Magi. Now, do you... And then you do you draft these characters, or do you get them in a pack? Like, how do you get characters? Sure. So at the start of every round, there's a shop. The shop has five units in it. Oh, man. So it's like Dota. Oh. Uh, you can buy those with your gold, right? There's also, you can pay a small amount of gold to re-roll the guys in the shop. You are the only one with access to this shop? Uh, no, all people have access. It's not the same shop for everyone, but the pool of guys that make up the shop is shared for all players. And so if so I like, re-roll the shop, everybody's is re-rolled? No, yours is re-rolled. But it's still pulling from that same pool, right? Okay. So you're so, not going to see things that other people won't. Or but if, if someone else is looking at a guy, you can't look at him because he has him already. Oh, okay. Because you've already bought out all the knights or... Right. So, for instance, uh, you know, in order to upgrade a two-star unit to a three-star unit, you need three two-stars, right? So, you, you have to collect a lot of the level one guys to make the level two guy to make the level three guy, right? Yep. So, towards the end, when you're trying to make the the three-star guys, you're using... A, there's only so many slots on your bench that you can have that you don't want to put, like, four copies of level one guys in the late game because they're just going to get destroyed. They're not going to do anything for you. Well your bench is filling up with these level one guys that you're trying to combine into the two star guys to make the three star guy. But as you, if you, if you, you, the opponent see that the last person, you know, it's hard to do when there's multiple people left and everyone is doing this. Well, and also on a phone, it's harder even to do on the phone, <laughs> hmm. but you can see it. There's a, there's UI for it to show you who has which heroes and what star levels and what's there if you want. Um, but generally it comes down to at the end of the match when there's only like two other people and yourself left, you can kind of tell who has what. And then you can say, oh, I know this person is looking for this unit. He's in my shop right now. I'm not going to re-roll even if I don't want that unit because I don't want them to get the chance to get it. I that's see. That's kind of like, that's like a low priority though. Mostly what you're trying to do is find the guy you're looking for, right? And then... The units are grouped into these alliances, and when you have a certain number of units of each alliance, you get bonuses. Hey, I've played that game. Yeah. Guild so it's bonus. like, exactly. Uh, it's like, oh, I have Dragon Knight and the Bat Rider and Luna together, and those three are all knights, and knights share a bonus that when they're next to each other, they get damage reduction. Or I have these three mages together. Now everyone takes more magic damage. Or I have these three elusive guys together, so now they all get evasion and the attacks just miss sometimes. This kind of stuff. And so nice. then it becomes about min-maxing all of these things together to get the most advantageous alliances and the highest star units and as much save as much money as you can all the time so that you get more money. This is and the most so you, you game of all time. I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I resisted. I love TDs. And this is like TDs to the power of some sort of number i can't come up with you know what i mean like yeah i i still have never won one of these games so it's like uh it's eight players and uh you can play versus bots and actually they have a really awesome option that versus bots you can turn on an option that will pause the game in between rounds so you can stop 
look at everyone's people look at all your people think about what you want to do learn see what stuff does learn what mm. stuff does unlike read all dota the text, read all the text all this stuff uh mm. which is very handy when you're starting out uh and it really doesn't change the game that much because all that reading and like all that knowledge is really you know, secondary to all the other stuff that you're doing so, you know, you just hit play. The army you're going to face really doesn't change any because you there's nothing you can do to stop other people from buying and re-rolling and all that stuff. They're just going to do that regardless of what you do, right? So, it, against the bots is a very it's a great way to learn and even if like me you think you know what you're doing, you probably don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it makes it so you can put the game down like on your phone, right? Like play for a few rounds, be like, "All right, I'm good with this." Stop, oh man, that was my next question cuz this so sounds like the, a long game. It can definitely be pretty long if you get to the late game, for sure. It can go like 30, 35, 40 rounds. 40 rounds? Potentially, wow. So yeah. you're looking at 40 minutes a game? Um, Vaguely, yeah. If it goes to the last rounds and you are the, one of the last two people, it could go that long. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, my guess is it never does. Uh, I have not typically gotten that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, when playing against other humans, because uh, it turns out they're pretty good, uh, and I, I have gotten second place and third place and fourth place a decent amount, uh, but never first because I guess just something about it, like people figure out my strategies faster than I can figure theirs out when it's one v one. The game also, like, because of all this stuff where you, you know, the rich get richer, you earn interest on your money, that kind of thing. Oh, straight up like Dota too. So it sounds like. Uh, Dota that, doesn't have interest like that, but it definitely has... Dota like, has interest. No, it doesn't. Dota 1 had interest. Okay. Dota 2 Dota. does not have interest. Oh, okay. Well... But, you know, uh, money... Like, the rich do get richer in this game, for sure. Which is and definitely so, TD. Yeah, and that's definitely a TD thing. It's you, the advance... Uh, it, to the point that the game has in the scoreboard, if you open it up, has a stat that shows you everyone's net worth. So, like, the worth of all, all your units plus all your money and, like, all the... So, like, you know, you can see how much... Who has the most, you know, wealth, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, so and you it, can target you know, them? Well, you, you, so, there's no targeting you can do. You have no control over who you play or how your units act. I right? see. Okay. You can only position them on the board and then, you know, hands off the table and let them fight it out. So, and it, I can't tell if it's always round robin or if it's close to round robin. But do you know who you're going to go up against so that when you do no, set your things on the board, you can set them upright or no? Not really. Uh, oh. Or I haven't figured out a way to determine who I play against. Obviously, if it's only you and one other person. Sure. Or you and two other people, it can be pretty obvious. Like, hey, I'm probably going to play one of these two guys. <laughs> um, but I haven't been able to definitively know every round. Uh, you will know, how though... Uh, on the first three rounds, and then every five rounds, or on the fifth round after that, I think. Something like that. There are predetermined creeps, like uh, enemy monsters that are set every time. So you will know when those come, and those are the same every time. Uh, and, you know, then you beat those guys, and you can get better items, and the items you use to upgrade your guys, and, you know, the whole thing. It is, like I said, it's... <laughs> It's really complicated to explain, but it is really fun to play, and I recommend people check it out, and if nothing else, just try the turn-based mode. It literally is free. 
you know, go on your, your app store of choice and, and download it. And Do you recommend try. people try it on their phone first or on the computer first? Uh, I tried it on the computer first, um, but I think it's probably fine either way. The The UI is different between the two. Oh. Um, you you can use the PC UI on your phone. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be very hard for you to touch all the right things, I guess. If you have very slender hands, maybe it would work for you, but it doesn't work for me. Would it work with a stylus? Or if you had like a tablet, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe a stylus too. I don't know. I don't have one, so I haven't tried. Um, but yeah, I, I've played it on the PC first because I found it. That was my introduction to the game. So, Is it quick to find games or do you have to wait a while? It's pretty quick. Uh, if you're trying to play ranked or whatever to do that, it probably takes a little bit longer. But I found the casual games very quick. And the bot games start instantly. So, Okay. It is cool. It is really fun. Um, I the, the one downside for sure, though, is that if you play, it definitely can take a long time. It could go 30 minutes, 40 minutes if you're doing well. Which is too long, honestly. <laughs> is there a way they can shorten it do you think i don't know make it less rounds it, yeah I, I guess you could just have the scaling go faster you know um i don't know how you improve it from requiring three of a thing to upgrade it so if you move it to two then you could get some really weird stuff in the early rounds that would probably be overpowered i'm not sure um but you know maybe just make the the animations play out faster you know, so that they, they all just, like, fight 5% quicker. Auto-resolve the battles? Uh, Auto-resolving the battles takes out the fun, because the fun is definitely seeing, like, I have this one dumb ogre, and he keeps hitting your guy. Why don't he attack the other guy next to him? You know, he casts the spell and finally kills him at the very end. Uh, <laughs> or, like, beating him with just one summoned tree from the rest of my whole army being dead and hitting his last guy with my tree and winning. That kind of stuff. <laughs> It's very silly, uh, the games you will lose sometimes. You're like, oh, come on! You know, or like, oh, his spell crits, like, he gets an assassin that crits you right off the beginning, and your your favorite character in the back just dies instantly in the first opening uh, second of the match. You're just like, right. oh, okay, Oops. well. <laughs> Takes the suspense out of it if you auto-resolve. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so th the fun of the game probably would go down if they auto-resolved it, but they could speed up the animations a little Right, because you don't have any control other than where you start them on the board. That's really the only thing you can you can influence. Right. Cool. So I have been playing that. I am jealous of you. I wanted to try that this week. I even downloaded Underlords onto my phone. I've been hearing a lot about Auto Chess. So I wanted to try it out. It really is different. I can't. It definitely has some similarity to the TD stuff, and it has some kinds of similarities to the. Um, Oh, what are those other kinds of like uh, tactical RPG kind of games, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's not really either of them. It, and like it, it has some, you know, it uses the Dota language kind of to play. This one does. Of There's a uh, League of Legends version that uses that language. And the games are, are slightly different uh, in various ways. But it, the game isn't like Dota or like League of Legends. It is not that kind of a game. And even, like, if you think you know stuff from playing TDs, they're not going to help you too much here. Other than, like, the idea of the economy, maybe. Um, so it's really an interesting thing. <laughs> the My favorite line I saw today was uh, they put out patch notes. They're updating uh, Underlords pretty frequently. Uh, I assume Riot is updating the other one as well uh, pretty frequently. And they said, 
hey, here's our like content roadmap for the next few big things we're planning to do in Dota Underlords. We're planning to introduce Underlords to Underlords. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought, like, yeah, that- this, these are these are very integral parts of the game that that we're going to be implementing soon. Uh, so you know, look forward to seeing the Underlords. <laughs> and then everyone is like, question marks? <laughs> What's going on? I thought we were playing Underlords already. What? What is this? Uh, and so apparently Underlords aren't in Underlords yet. Uh, and they're putting them in soon. <laughs> you would think and, if you're going to name your game something. And then they also mentioned in that same patch, like, you know, discussion, that uh, they were planning to implement a new hero to the game, right? Add another unit that you could buy. Uh, and that, I forget which unit they said it was going to be. It's one of the other Dota heroes that is not in there. Because not all the Dota heroes are represented, right? There's a small pool. So otherwise they'd have to have like 150 people or whatever, however many people are in that game now. Uh, and the hero they added was not the hero named Underlord who exists in Dota 2. <laughs> this game also is not about that hero. <laughs> the, I don't, so Underlord is not in Underlords, and then the, <laughs> the Underlords are also not in Underlords. <laughs> so confused right now. Uh, I was following for a long time, and now I'm just... So the Baffled. hero Underlord I is not in the you, game I, Dota yes, Underlords. I, yeah. And whatever the Underlords are, are not in the game Dota Underlords either. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. I don't know. Way to Third go. Base. So anyway, it seems like that game should be fun and they're updating it pretty frequently. So if people want to check that out, I recommend it. Nice. I got distracted by a different thing on my Switch. I got a... Ooh. The news channel is is the death of me, you guys. I never get to do anything fun because that's silly Nintendo news channel. I had to play all Tetris ninety nine all weekend so that I could get my my Fire Emblem skin for that game. Which I don't want to rub this in, JJ, but it might be the best skin for that game because you get to listen to Fire Emblem music to it during it. it hurts. It hurts me. It's Ooh. like combat sounds when your pieces. Anyway, that's cool. I know. <laughs> Man. In that news channel, there was a little thing that said, if you play this demo for another game, you get spirits in Smash Brothers. New spirits, not spirits that are already in Smash Brothers, because that, I mean, I've got an almost complete list in that game. And I'm only missing ones from playing more of the standard mode for with each fighter which kind of is like you know when you feel like you need to go back into a game you want to leave a little morsel there for yourself you know mm-hmm. okay uh so those are the my little breadcrumbs for still playing smash but uh yeah jj andrew if i said x i s would that ring a bell for you? No. No? No. Michael? X-I-S. Coming to the Switch soon is Dragon Quest Eleven S. Ah. Okay. Definitive edition. Uh, let's use the full title, please. Oh, you need to do Dragon this Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition 
S. <laughs> I think. Yes. Or maybe the S is first and then definitive edition. I don't know. That's I'm a, not sure. That's a lot going on. My demo just says Dragon Quest XIS, and I just thought it's like they're naming things. Everything is named like a phone now. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> it's pretty silly. I uh, I booted that up for a little while. Actually, I played a couple hours. The game is almost literally just the demo is literally almost just playing the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you could do a demo of an RPG like that. So yeah, right. So they just Otherwise. gave you like the first 10 hours basically. And it sounds like game. it sounds like if you don't hit the actual event that triggers the end of the demo, you can just grind forever and then <laughs> uh, import your save to the real game if you wanted to play it. I think the real game would also let you just grind forever. So yeah. that's in keeping. Did you play that game, JJ? Yes, I played that game for probably like 90 hours or something right. on the PC. And you played it in 2D mode, right? There is no 2D mode. There is no 2D mode? Not on There's the PC. There's a 3D mode? There's only I got a, the 3D mode. I got it backwards. There's a 2D mode now. Mm-hmm. I've seen the pictures that look very cool. It makes it look like Final Fantasy VI, which I think is rad. Ooh. Yeah, the 2D mode's locked out in the demo. <laughs> Oh, come I on. Know. I know. <laughs> That's how they get you. I know. The one thing I will say that I know that that version has over the PC version. I know what you're going to say because I was has like. the friggin' orchestrated there music. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that should have been in the game from day one that they didn't put in. I was oh, going to tease you about it because I was like, I don't know what he's complaining about with the music. It's so good. I had to mod that music in via an illegal hack. <laughs> It was a little jarring that the symphonic titles pop up when they change music. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. I like that, that 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 happens. I like to know the name of the music I'm listening to. Yeah. It'll uh, pop up the name of the track uh, in the side in the PC game also, but it's it just says like theme or whatever. It doesn't have the symphonic ones. Oh, yeah. The symphonic ones pop up too. That game is very pretty in 3D. I didn't realize on my Switch, I still have only ever played handheld. Although playing this makes me think I'm definitely going to have to play this in Breath of the Wild on the screen to just check it out, you know? Dragon Quest Eleven is a beautiful game. I ran that in, like, downscaled to 1080p, and it was gorgeous. Yeah. Everything looks amazing. The, Whoever, they did so much work on that. They I, CG scenes blew my mind for a game that is essentially just a standard RJRPG. I mean, all the the thing about Dragon Quest, right, is that all the art is old or in some cases new Akira Toriyama art essentially yeah. brought to life. So everyone looks like they fell out of a Dragon Ball game. And so if you, if you know that, well, I mean, the hero like, from the, <laughs> the hero from Dragon Quest Eleven literally looks like Trunks. I mean, every yes, yeah. because it's the same. The guy who drew Trunks made this guy, yep. and so they, they all have that kind of look about all of them. Yeah, and so it is very easy to see, like, oh, this dinosaur looks a lot like those dinosaurs from Dragon Ball Z that were chasing Gohan around, and like that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> those characters, and all of them have like the like this expressiveness about them. Even the like silly slimes, the the like jovial, happy, fat slimes, and the like weird little like pot creature monsters all are just like the happiest little guys out there doing their thing. And you go and brutally slaughter them. I did not expect to feel so bad beating up on slimes. 
Dude, those slimes are just minding their own business, and you I wanted to murder them. No, I know. <laughs> I don't particularly like the battle system that much. Uh, the battle system is unbelievably old school. It it's, is the the oldest, like the most tropey old time turn based JRPG thing. That's what this is. I don't. That's not my complaint. Do you know? You can probably guess my complaint about the battle system. Got to have characters in to get experience, Andrew. We, that's a that's one of them. The other one is, why let me move the character around? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is the point point of me running around so I can't see anything, but also it doesn't change anything? Yeah, you you turn that off, and then you just have them stand in a line. How do you turn that off? What's it setting? It's an option somewhere. Okay. I don't remember. I'm just going to turn that off. Yeah, you don't don't ever need to do that. You just hit them. Because it doesn't affect anything. The, The AOE attacks also aren't a thing. Yeah. Like... You either are going to, your people are going to get hit by that or they aren't. So running yeah. around doesn't do Right, you can't you. like spread people out. It's That's my complaint about it, actually. Uh, other than the fact that, yeah. And put all we your should characters be moving on beyond manual control. Experience. Like, yeah. We should be moving manual control. Yeah, don't let people auto do stuff. Although I will say later in the game when you're just trying to grind out points auto or whatever, control. having them on auto so that you can just auto battle is kind of nice when you're just going to murder everything anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably play through the rest of the demo because I actually kind of like it. I want to see what it looks like on a screen with the Switch running it. Um, yeah. But I might, be a, I might have finally been drawn into the Dragon Quest universe. There is some – and the story is pretty wholesome. I don't – I'm trying to think if there's anything that you wouldn't be able to like let a kid see, but I think it's all fine. Yeah. And I th- it is a fun game and gets pretty – it doesn't get hard, but if you are lazy about keeping your levels up, it can get pretty tough by the end, for sure. Nice. And there is just infinite amounts of stuff to go after if you want to side quest forever. <laughs> like I said, I spent 90 hours and I didn't do everything. Oh my gosh. Wow. Nope. <laughs> well, you say that, Andy, but you are I'm pretty sure you're about to get dragged into uh, another universe with a game that comes out tomorrow. Am I? Or yesterday when people are, are listening to yesterday this. Yesterday when people listen, tomorrow when we record. Yeah. I'm going to get dragged. It's wow. Wired is already out. I'm not going to get dragged into well. No, I'm talking about a uh, a certain collection for the Switch. I got a yes. shipping notification. Amazon's yes. going to have it on my doorstep tomorrow morning. <sighs> I'm, I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on this. I kind of... Return to mana. Yes, so uh, for people not in the know, we are talking about the collection of mana. In our private chat, we've been having a discussion for making sure that I play the right games for quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, that other one might be good too, but it's not the one that's coming out tomorrow, I don't think. No, No, it's not. I think that one comes out later. But this is the collection of the three original games that I have never played. And to be fair, I have only played one of them. I have played... Wait, I thought you had you never played Secret of Mana, JJ? I don't think I ever played. If I did play it, I didn't come to it at the time, and I played it later. I had played Seiken Densetsu three. Okay. Okay. So, so yes, I have played all three of them uh, at at various points in in my gaming history, and I have fond memories of. Well, I have fond memories of two of them. One of them is amusing. Okay, don't. Don't preconceive me, but they land in your gaming hall of fame, personally. 
just as a collection overall of these games. Like, I don't want to know individually what you like, didn't like about them, but like, you think that they... The collection on the whole, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. The the amount of work that went in, the... Because people love these things. The way they feel, yeah. Yeah, they're great games. It's especially notable for the third one being in there, a game which was never actually officially released in the U.S. Yes. And now is both A in English and B officially released as part of this collection. Do you think they just took that fan translation and slapped it into the game, or do you think they did the real work? No, they totally did not, because if they were going to do that, they should have released this 20 years ago when that (laughs) fan translation came out. I played it 20 years ago with that fan translation. They could have done it way sooner. Okay. Uh, But yeah, they redid it. Uh, People have put out videos comparing the fan translation and and the one they've done. Oh, fantastic. Good. You did the legwork. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't re- watch the video. I just know it exists. Oh, good. So only half research. Good. That's it's still on brand. No, I do. I went diving into some of my old my old emulator folders. I do still have the the English fan translation. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, yeah. the patch ROM or whatever you had to do for yeah. those things back in the day. I think by the time I came across it, you could get a, a pre-patched version. Oh, okay. Oh, for your emulator? Yeah. We do not condone emulators on this podcast. Unless emulators, you the are cartridge. Per- emulators are perfectly legal. We, it's yes, the ROM that you need to own. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, we all imported copies of it, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> it's funny listening to stories about people grabbing games from Japan to bring back here in suitcases, you know? Not a thing you can do anymore, by no. the way. <sighs> no. Anyway, um, yeah, I've been quietly clearing my not my backlog, but like clearing my plate a little bit uh, of games. Like I want everything to be in kind of standby mode. I've actually set down Dr. Mario, I think, finally for good. Uh, because I'm not interested in the versus mode and I've cleared out. They just dropped a new land today, but I cleared all the old ones and I'm kind of like over it. It's just the same thing over and over again. And I think puzzles are not getting any harder. So uh, I was going to. Just, you know, finish a little bit of this Dragon Quest and then, uh, you know. And then download the rest of Dragon Quest and keep playing. No, because <laughs> that that thing, it's that cartridge is going to be on my doorstep tomorrow. You could, could get that Dragon Quest cartridge. Game, game card. Game card. <laughs> <laughs> There's one big piece of news we haven't covered yet. And Michael is going to be on the spot to close out the podcast. Not entirely on the spot because I have some. I have a major complaint. Okay, Michael, how was D twenty three? D twenty three was good. Uh, so we only went for one day. Uh, I guess for people who don't know what that is, D twenty three is Disney's convention that they hold, um, and it's only here in town in Southern California every couple of years. Uh, so this year was an Anaheim year again. So we went up to the convention center and spent a whole day there, uh, wandering the floor, seeing a couple of panels, uh, signing up for Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus looks good. Can we just? Uh, there's there is so much there. I think JJ, show me the receipts. Okay, okay, that's what I want to see. Put it out. Show Man, me that it works. In like a Show year, they're going to own Sony Pictures. 
They've got they already Touchstone. own Sony Pictures. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Disney does not own Sony Pictures. Are you, thinking, are you thinking of Fox, JJ? Oh, I am thinking of Fox. Yeah, you're right. Blam! Uh, yeah. But you know what, though? Fox, Disney man. owning all that stuff is bad. Fox. <laughs> that means they're going to have the Alien movies in there. I'm just saying. They're not going to put the Alien movies on Disney+. Plus. Why that would they not? R. That stuff is hard R's, my man. No, no, no. Disney Plus will have everything. You just will have kid accounts. I bet they sexing that stuff off to keep it away from what? the happy, family-friendly stuff. They put it on Hulu or something. Oh, you think Hulu? No. Which Disney also owns. They're putting well, the Mandalorian in, on there and stuff like that. You think Mandalorian is going to have people being dismembered like Alien does? I bet not. Okay. It's Star Wars, man. They don't even they don't there's no blood when they get stabbed with a lightsaber. The Mandalorian is not gonna have any blood. Alien is full of dripping viscera that won't be on Disney Plus. <laughs> I love how hard a stance he's taking on this so that we can <laughs> I am hundred percent sure to die on. He's yeah. he is straight you know up what? digging trenches already. I'll take that L if I'm wrong, but there's no <laughs> way Alien or Alien. And consider, I mean that that would make sense considering one of the options for signing up for Disney Plus is a bundle that includes Hulu and ESPN Plus. Yeah, I I don't see Hulu lasting very long. Yeah, I don't know that it ends up on Hulu either. To be fair, but I don't think they put it on Disney Plus. I see, I definitely see ESPN remaining a separate service. But in a while, yeah, just- they're going to find that people are not subscribing to Hulu. And they're going to fold it into Disney Plus. It's my prediction. Well, and not so, next year, not this year, but in the future. One thing I did learn over the weekend is that ESPN Plus, the the app that they are bundling with this, is not a replacement for ESPN. No. It oh, is yeah. a supplementary oh, service. No. So you get, it has some original content. Um, it has, it does have some live sports, but it doesn't have anything that is already going to be scheduled. Like it's not going to have tier one content that's scheduled for one of the main ESPN networks. Yeah. Two thumbs down uh, on that one. Nope. hundred percent knew that. The only thing that to me that, that seemed like it might be worth it was they do, they are putting the whole 30 for 30 library on it. Man. That's worth a subscription for like a month, though. Sure. Yeah. They got to run that TV channel, Andrew. Where do you think the content's coming from? They're not going to put the the ESPN stream out there to people who pay for their service. They are using. Otherwise, why would you use TV? It's just leverage. Having the app is leverage for them to scrape more money out of cable companies. And that's the only reason to have the app if they're not going to put content in it that it is like Monday Night Football and stuff like that. That's it. It's saying, look, we made the app. We're ready to put our content in there. You better pay us more money because they're stuck in this huge NBA contract that they can't afford. That's what's happening. And that really makes me sick to my stomach. I, I don't like that. Did at you all. mean did you mean NFL and not NBA there? No. Uh, Monday Night Football is the NFL, but Disney's ABC and ESPN are stuck in a massive NBA contract that is not panning out because NBA viewership is down. Okay, got it. Hmm. Which okay. is why ESPN Radio and all their other radio things were pushing the uh, trade rumors of whatever last year so hard, in, even though no one was actually talking about trading anybody. 
I mean, there were tons of big, important trades that went on at the end of the NBA last year. So that was before sure that season, but I, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I don't want to get into that. I don't know all the facts anyway. on it. Okay, I, I am. I had a fear that, that this was yeah, that way. yeah. I had a fear that this was what was going to happen, and that's just sad. I don't. Whatever. Let's get back on Disney Plus and get back to the positive because D twenty three sounds awesome. Disney Plus uh, sounds awesome. It's going to have Alien on it. <laughs> I'm dying on this hill just like the people place, in Alien if you would like to place your bets on who's going to win this send an email to we should come up with something I, I don't know what the timeline is for knowing that I've lost because they haven't put it on there I guess if it goes on Hulu I know we know that I've lost yeah but I'm not sure I think you're probably right that it doesn't go on there and Hulu probably dies in the next like 5 to 10 years So yeah I, I really don't see you know, because they also have their other apps, like ABC has a streaming app. Uh, it just Hulu makes very little sense. It seems like a repository for Fox shows they don't know what to do with yet. But, you know, The Simpsons is going on Disney+, Plus, which is Fox, so... Mm-hmm. But also family-friendly and I not understand. full of blood and murder. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Disney has that in them, but... Yeah. it One app makes more sense. The more you can do with one app, the better. Because if somebody can just open one app, they're more likely to do it. If they have to create a entirely separate zone that's like Disney R-rated movies, I consider that a victory. No. Yeah. That's absolutely not a victory for your side. Yeah, we have to, Scott, Hold on. Referee this, Michael. <laughs> if it's in the Disney Plus app, it counts. Nah, because Netflix does it the other way, right? Where all the family-friendly stuff is segregated off into the family-friendly zone. Uh-huh. Disney is going to do it the opposite way, where the family-friendly stuff is everywhere, and all the R-rated stuff would be segregated somewhere else. So you think that even if the alien th- ends up in the Disney Plus app, if they create an R-rated zone, you've won this battle? Yes. I, this is an expansion say, of your powers. I would say... I don't know. I might I might stop you there, JJ, because I would say if you don't have to log out of the app. Mm. Right. <laughs> if it even if it's sectioned off, if you don't have to log out of the app, it's still technically the same place. Well, then, I mean, you know, so then we got to put a time limit on this because yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end game, there will only be three corporations and one of them will be Disney and the other <laughs> one will be like Yum Google. Foods and Google, I don't, and, Google or whatever. <laughs> And so then Disney, by default, will have everything. <laughs> I could see Google buying Disney or Disney buying Google, depending on who grows faster. Right? Because, like, Disney needs internet at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's not announced at D23. Uh, Everyone gets owned by Taco Bell in the end. It's true. They have <laughs> all, a hotel. All restaurants are Taco Bell. Just like Demolition Man. Dude. They knew the future. We're going to be underground soon with Dennis Leary. All right. He's in that movie. (laughs) I forgot that until right now. (laughs) Uh, Some news that came out of there that I want to talk about that uh, seemed interesting. You guys might have a chance to weigh in on this here. They put out some Star Wars footage. Lots of Star Wars footage for lots of different Star Wars things. Mandalorian footage, Rise of Skywalker footage. Yeah, there's a 
some theories I've heard on that one. Did you like that the Rise of Skywalker footage was almost entirely not from the Rise of Skywalker? I, I kind of did, actually. <laughs> yeah, because they have to compare it to good movies. They have to trade on everyone's <laughs> nostalgia to be like, come on, guys, come see the movie. They have to, they, Andy, they just have to let you know which movie they are doing frame by frame this time. I see. What got, part? Hashtag got em. What part of Return of the Jedi had a foldable lightsaber in it? <laughs> um, You'll find out that that was in the Clone Wars in some specific movie that our show i never watched animated clone tv show i i don't like that i don't know that this grabbed me enough to get me to see it in a theater before i see it on disney (laughs) plus i've been burned twice yeah but can we talk about the actual mechanics of a foldable lightsaber uh no because i'm gonna make you watch this gif now that is the the foldable swiss, swiss army knife swiss army knife. <laughs> yes he unfolds it and there's like there's a little hook and a saw <laughs> and like three you know uh, two other ones oh so good scissors six, six to forty. Oh man i don't what could the purpose could it possibly serve i understand that darth maul's detached into two separate ones that's fine it makes complete sense to me Bro, the purpose it could serve was the guy who came up with the shot was like, man, this would look really cool. Let's do this. Uh, that was the purpose. Did Mauls actually detach or did it just get cut in half? I think that it worked after it got cut in half because it was it meant did. to detach. Okay. Don't quote me on that because it's probably apocrypha now. <laughs> Although Darth, Solo, though, Darth so. Maul's at the end of Solo. So, yeah. You Spoilers. Know. When are they going to make a second one of those? That's what I want to know. All right. Solo did terrible. They're not making another one. Solo I suspect. was so good, actually. We could talk about that another time. But Mike Rogue was... One was very good. Solo was okay. Yeah, okay. That's that's going to become its You're... own. We'll do that in the same podcast where we rank the Star Wars movies. Okay. We got to. Yeah. Well, both of those that. are better than all the prequels. So. All right. Yes. I'll give you We're... that. We're on the the same team. Scales of bad. We're on the same team. You just play offense and I play defense, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Michael, what was your standout moment from D23? For real, though. My my standout moment for D23 might have been uh, seeing Keegan Michael Key live. Woo! Really? Oh, that's cool. For Pixar? No, actually. So one of the other channels that is being bundled into Disney Plus is Nat Geo. Um, and he is going to be hosting a show starting in December. And I, we couldn't quite tell if he's hosted a season already or if it's a show that is being brought back and he's the new host of it, but it's called brain games. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, I had not heard of it either. Um, but it is him doing all of these um like contests and demonstrations to show you the fascinating ways that the human brain works and perceives information and the world around it um and it looks like he'll have he's just going to have a ton of celebrity guests who play some of these games um either you know by themselves or in competition against each other um and then for at least for the demonstrations that he did on stage, he had some volunteers helping him and he went into 
um, you know, what they were going to do. And then what does the science about your brain tell us that the expected outcome should be? And then how does the expected lab outcome play out, you know, on a stage in front of a thousand people? That's cool. That sounds yeah. very cool. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he's, when he's, when his persona is turned on, he's at 11 the whole time. Oh, really? Was and he it makes, like, it just makes for a great ride. Did you think he was like in character, quote unquote, or was he just being himself? You know, if, if he was in character, it is a character that seemed very genuine. Like I got the sense that he just was up there presenting on something that he was really into and really passionate about. Like he was super amped to be the host of this show. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I don't know if it's going to be on the national geographic channel, uh, and, or Disney plus, I assume they'd put it on both. Um, but it starts in December. Nice. Well, if you guys want to know more about uh, D23 from Michael, if you like we missed something that you want to know about that he saw. Oh, there's so much more. But yeah, another time. Yeah. I mean, you can keep going, right? It's like its own Comic-Con. It is. It is like its own Comic-Con. Um, what, I mean, is the floor like Comic-Con? Uh, the floor is – well, so it's in the Anaheim Convention Center, so the floor is more like WonderCon. Okay. But it's um, it has the same feel of the – Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is just, you know, it's all under the umbrella of the House of Mouse. All right. Well, if you have, can want to weigh in on what you think is going to be on Disney Plus or stuff from D23, where should that go, Michael? Uh, you can email us at podcast at We Were Gamers. Uh, we will happily read your email and respond to it live uh, during our next episode. You can also get at us on the social medias. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all We Were Gamers. You can and should go to our YouTube channel and check out the uh, Star Wars pod that Andy and JJ put together. Star Trek. Good Sorry. God. We've been we've been on Star Wars. Star Trek. All right. Fair enough. Uh, uh, some some high quality bonus content there. Uh, I think that's it. I think yeah, that's man. all the all the places that the people can find us. You guys, Reign of Fire is going to be on Disney Plus. The one with <laughs> the dragons. Thirteen movie. <laughs> wow. You know what else I just realized. David Dunn, a.k.a. the Green Guardian, the guy from uh, Unbreakable, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Marvel superhero. It's oh, possible. I have I, I have one more for you. There was a uh, there was a display of costumes that were from all Disney properties that were uh, that fell under a heroes and villains theme. They oh, had cool. a big display right in the middle of the floor. One of the costumes they had was um the um uh, uh uh Nicolas Cage from um National Treasure. Oh really? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that a touchstone movie too? 
we're just uh, i think so i think we're just on uh on shooting the sh time here at the end because i'm yeah oh my gosh but yeah his national the treasure costume. warrior yes it's finally gonna be online somewhere is National Treasure in a touchstone picture? Ooh, I'm sorry, computer. I made it mad. I'm sorry for everyone that's listening. Because it probably got recorded. I was not happy about that. Oh. What happened? Oh, no. I just, I didn't hear it from your end. Oh, so. no, no. It's in the recording. Because it... Yeah. National Treasure is not a touchstone movie. I wonder Walt what... Disney, Walt Disney Studios. Oh, wow. So it was a Disney movie, straight cool. up. Oh, yeah. There you go, from the producer of Pirates of the Caribbean. The Rocketeer, finally. Online somewhere. 